Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's Under the Table. I've just walked in from lighting my Diwali lamps. I wish you and your family a year of prosperity and happiness and all things bright and light and wonderful. I spent a bit of time writing up what Diwali means this week for the Cape Argus. If you haven't had a read, the link's up on my Twitter and on my Facebook page. So have a read about the story of Diwali. It is a love story of Ram and Sita. And it explains why Hindus all over the world celebrate and a little bit about the differences between um, the language groups in Hinduism and why things are sometimes different among us. The essential story of Diwali is the rescue of a beautiful wife by her husband who went through great lengths and had fierce battles with all kinds of demons to bring his wife safely back home. It's also a story about a son who obeys his father and fulfills his father's wishes um, to send him away from home because his father made a promise to his wife. And it's a story of endurance. It's a story of coming out of the darkness, the dark forests of the city of Ayodhya, thousands and thousands of years ago, back into the light, the light being clay lamps and fireworks and, of course, daylight. Um, but light also representing happiness. So it's it's a long tale. Of course, I couldn't fit 14 years of Ramayan into the newspaper, so it lacks a, a fair, fair amount of detail, but it gives you the bare bones of why there are clay lamps and sweetmeats and colorful clothes and um, why Hindus celebrate that particular day. So I'm not going to get into that entire tale, but I will explain the issues I couldn't fit into the newspaper a little bit. So Ram and Sita are uh, quite a prominent legendary couple in our holy book, uh, the Ramayana. And the reason for that is because... Further to the explanation of how Diwali is celebrated, Sita is seen as the embodiment of Mother Lakshmi, who is one of our gods, essentially. And Mother Lakshmi is in charge of prosperity. So when she is depicted, um, she is depicted with a little cauldron or pot of coins or money. And so on Diwali day, we also pay homage to uh, Mother Lakshmi and the clay lamps light her path into our homes so that she can bestow upon us blessings and prosperity for the year ahead. Mother Lakshmi is uh, quite a significant goddess for women. She is the keeper of all things female and helps us along our path um, to stay calm and to uh, be strong women. She, she's by no uh, figment of anyone's imagination um, weak in any way. She, she can stand um, on her own and fight her own battles. Um, the, other, uh, in, the other representation of God in the Ramayana and in the Diwali story is Lord Hanuman. As uh, per my Diwali story, he is the monkey uh, god, and he is immensely, immensely strong. So Hanuman, even through the course of the Ramayana, at some point, Lakshman was ill, and 
he um, needed a herb, a particular flower, to uh, recover. And Lord Hanuman he went off in search of this particular flower and herb. And uh, instead of bringing it back, he decided that the best way to do this was to bring back the entire mountain. So sometimes in pictures and images that you will see um, that artwork of Lord, Lord Hanuman, he is carrying a mountain. And the reason he's carrying that mountain is because of the devotion he had to Lord Ram and uh, Lord Lakshman, in fact, um, and he needed him to be better and to get well. So he brought him a mountain so he wouldn't miss any herbs. That was the kind of dedication. Um, the little anecdotal stories from the Ramayana are not just uh, legends. It is all in the spirit of guidance and um, lessons to be learned. Lord Ram and um, Lakshman go through very many experiences um, and very many interactions with different uh, people along the way, be it uh, good or bad, and each one of them is a life lesson. It's a, a bit of a dying art to be able to uh, read Hindi and or Sanskrit uh, in South Africa. My, my granddad used to be able to read Sanskrit. And so, unfortunately, many of these stories are being lost. Um, it, it is quite important across all race groups and across all cultures for us to share these stories. Um, I, I think we've been very, very, to use the pun, holy cows about our religious text and our religious stories. We have very many instances, I think, in South Africa where if we understood one another, perhaps we would not get into such brazen arguments. Um, sometimes it's it's ridiculous to watch arguments ensue because of the lack of understanding. Um, religious understanding, especially in South Africa, as being such a diverse nation, I think it's it's very important that we at least try to understand. I will certainly do my best um, when festivals such as Diwali come up to have a go at trying to tell the story um, as simply as possible. Of course, we all understand um, religious texts are far more nuanced than can be told at one go. Um, people are still studying religious texts. Theology would, I suppose, not even exist if um, interpretation was still not open. But to be a fundamentalist about not explaining your religion because another person will not understand, well, to be honest, that's just a little bit silly. So I urge you to also get in touch. Um, tweet us at Niche Radio if you're keen to share your story, be it a cultural story or a traditional story or a religious story, some something to make the rest of us understand how we're all connected. What I find amazing about religion is that many of our stories parallel. Um, we we tend to have similar life lessons and similar figureheads. We had Ram and the story of Jesus is, is also quite similar to Ram's um, struggles during his exile. Um, the prophet Muhammad also has quite a similar story and uh, we will only know the similarities if we do compare. So let's start comparing stories. I'm, I'm keen to learn if you are, um, this week's Under the Table is, of course, uh, very theme-based on Diwali, but there are very many other stories to tell. So get in touch at Niche Radio 
uh, you can tweet us or at Bav Singh if, if that's more your style. Or you can find us on Facebook or find me on Facebook and we would love to hear from you. That is this week's Under the Table. I will have a chat with you next week. Perhaps we'll get a little more into some Fees Must Fall. Um, I think I may be talking to a news editor. So keep uh, your ear to the radio for that. And we shall chat again.